Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Podcasting with Will Show. I'm your host, Will. And this is our third episode for the month of October. It is on it is October 30th. And let's see, Halloween is tomorrow. It's kind of chilly here in Oklahoma, so I don't know how many trick-or-treaters there will be. But, and see, also, this weekend, on the Saturday, nothing to do with college football, but it was my anniversary of going to boot camp and stepping on the yellow footprints. It's October 28th, 2002. You do the math on how, how long ago that was, people. But it was a while ago. With my, I was platoon, I was Keel Company, platoon 3137, senior drill instructor, Staff Sergeant Banky, RIP, senior. He would pass away, I believe, I believe he passed away in January, but they had his memorial service in June, or July, but he was my senior drill instructor. He would retire as an E-9, get out, I can't remember if it was a master gunner sergeant or a sergeant major, and then my, our J-belt was, our number two was Staff Sergeant Pimentel, our number three Bulldog was Staff Sergeant Mendoza. And like our fourth and like I think new drills, I think he was like it was his first like cycle. We were his first cycle was a uh, Staff Sergeant Layton. I, I mean, senior drill instructor was with uh, he was with like artillery unit, I think, and then I don't remember Staff Sergeant Pimentel. I think he was air wing maybe. I'm not sure. I know Sergeant Mendoza became a limited duty officer, and also I think he did a cycle at a, I think Quantico, as a sergeant instructor for OCS. But he, I think LD, limited duty officer is like a enlisted guy that goes warrant officer, that marine that goes, like from enlisted <clears throat> the warrant officer, and then they get a commission. And I don't know if they go through OCS, but they like you know they're like limited duty like on what they can do. I think, like, making events up, I think, maybe they're, like, colonel, I'm not sure, lieutenant colonel, but they, I think they have to stay in their MLS field, maybe, and then Staff Sergeant Layton, he did cycle, I believe, at a sergeant, as a sergeant instructor at OCS, too, he was a calm guy, I think, because every time we did the snap, pop, you know, this, you know, recruit, you know, Rawson, blah, 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 or recruit, whatever, Jones, you know, 03, you know, infantry or whatever, you know, snap, you know, this recruit doesn't have any personal mail. He would always do, like, his example would always be, like, 0621 field radio operator or something like that. So I think he was a calm guy. I think one of my buddies who sadly passed away also from boot camp, Garoki, R.I.P. bro, he, uh, I think when he was with Seaburf in Maryland, I think he ended up, I think, running into staff starting late and there. But yeah, he was a new drill instructor. I think all of them would become senior drill instructors. I remember, like, I was going through my LinkedIn, and I saw, like, somebody a comment on somebody's post, I just, or it was, like, suggested people you may know, and I just saw this bald, like, stare, and I was, like, I immediately went into, like, recruit mode. Like, literally, I was, like, holy crap. I was, like, oh. You know, because it was, like, my senior drill instructor, like, staring. I'm, like, oh, hey. But, you know. But they were, like, oh, I remember, like, 
I wrote home and like called Cesar Mendoza the devil because he tried to throw throw some of us off the third deck or something. He ended up being like really awesome. He was like really awesome. This thing about boot camp, like early on, obviously, you know, they're trying to break you down and build you back up, and it sucks. And then once you grow through the phases, you know, you get, you know, not just like senior drill instructor time, but the other drill instructors when you're about to be Marines, they start treating you like that. So, like, I mean, yeah, like, so yeah, I went to, so yeah, my boot camp anniversary, that was crazy. What's another funny story about that is, I ended up like, MySpace was almost like all like social media apps like Twitter and Facebook and like dating apps like Tinder or whatever like together, you know, like or find a friend app or whatever, you know, like you could literally like just type like ladies like you know 18 to whatever in like this region of like wherever you're at like Oklahoma or whatever it would be like you put like all single or whatever you know and it would show all these girls you know I'm like oh hey friend requested a bunch of like hot chicks one of them happened to be and I didn't even realize it till like years later out of the Marine Corps one of the guys in my platoon Kyle his it was on my boot camp platoon he was from like Oklahoma he was from like the prior area like I rock at home, I'm volunteering for the Foundation for Exceptional Warriors. Like, I see him, and I'm like, we were in boot camp together. So he went to, like, 3-5, and I went to 3-7. I was, yeah, so, like, I didn't, you know, outside there, I didn't really see him. And then it was like, I realized, but I had, like, when I was, MySpace was a thing, I had, like, friend requested his sister on there. Like, and that's, like, he's like, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm like, and that was kind of why I think her name stood out to me, but I wasn't thinking about that when I friend requested her, because, um, like, MySpace, like, so many years ago, and I was like, huh, ah. that's just interesting, like, small world type deal. But no, like, yeah, that's like, I didn't like a thing in a boot camp, we had this one recruit named Recruit Russell, I saw, like, a memory, we were talking about that, like, he claimed to be like a a Wiccan, or he said he was a Wiccan. Okay, so like, and he would always get us in trouble for stuff. So like one night, like we locked him in the whiskey locker, which is where we kept like cleaning supplies and different stuff. And Seth Mendoza came out there and yelled, "I was like, why's recruit Russell in the?" And we're like, "Like this recruit, recruit Russell, locked him. It says he locks himself in there. He's a Wiccan, sir." <laughs> He's like, I "Get him out." It was like funny, like. I mean, I think someone peed in his boots. Dude, I remember, like, crazy things happening in boot camp. Because you would get online and drink these canteens. Like, you'd have to drink, like, multiple ones in a row. Like, just drink them. Before you went to bed, so you'd be hydrated. And you'd also almost pee your pants or vomit. That wasn't why they did that, but you, you know, it was, you know. Everything was meant for a reason. That, like, basically conditioned you, I think, for... The pool, maybe. But no, I remember like some guys would like pee in their canteens. I'm like, I never did that. I would, I think I would, honestly, I would have peed myself. I think before I peed in a canteen. But I got to like eight or eight or almost like nine, maybe no, maybe ten. I had like ten or like nine and a half like water drinking canteens in a row before I puke. It was kind of like a competition, you know. You would like try. It was like eight to ten, like before I puke, somewhere in between that range. And it almost became a competition to see how many times you could do it before you puked when we were doing this. 
kind of like you'd be like, oh hey man, you only lasted five, I got ten. <laughs> but no, like I mean, like I said, boot camp, like obviously at first is horrible. It sucks. Then once you you know go on in phases in advance, it gets better, and you know they treat you like junior marines. You know when you get once you get your eagle globe and anchor. But I mean, the boot camp's not supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be easy. If it was, we you know if it was. It's Marine Corps training, it's recruit training, it's to break you down and build you into a Marine. And then send you off to your MOS schools, or, so, well, not even your MOS schools, because MCT Marines go to Marine Combat Training first, and it's not their MOS. And then Infantry Marines go to ITB, Infantry Training Battalion, but some of them go on to other schools, like if you're recon, contra, if you're trying to go recon, or you got, like, some other, like, you know, MSG, or not MSG, like, I guess Yankee White with guards, prisoners, security forces, or whatever. Because you have to be, like, I think, a second enlistment before you get MSG. But, you know, you have to go do that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, some of it, you know. And then, like, the recon bubbles go through there, like, before they go to BRC. And then some guys that aren't recon, like... And I think the only way you're guaranteed, like, a recon contract, or, well, it might be different now, but when I went in was if you were a reserve, then you got a shot to go to the basic reconnaissance course or the RIP, the recon indoctrination program after ITB. So we had a guy, I think, he got hurt and he was going to get dropped. So they had to find him another MOS to, so that he could go to his recon unit because he was he had got hurt in ITB. And he was supposed to, I think he had a timeline maybe. I don't know if it was like he was supposed to go straight to recon after that or what. I don't know. I think that was, that was I would have thought, but he was a reservist, so I think that was another one of the things. Like, there's like 90 day reservists, they can only be in like training for like 90 days. So, like, you go to boot camp like three months, ITB's almost three months or about, so you, you know. And if he's going to his basic reconnaissance course or whatever, or the RIP program before, you know, and then goes back to his unit and waits, you know, for like the summer or whatever to go do his training or whatever. I don't know. I don't remember all that. But yeah, it was just... Like I said, if you're not an infantry marine, you go to MCT, which is like three weeks. <clears throat> I think it's like 21 days. Yeah, three weeks. And then you go to your... You go to your MOS school. And if you're infantry, you go... that That is your MOS school. Unless, like I said, you're recon or something. Then, you know, you go to your unit. After that. So yeah, I mean... They do a, sorry for the yawn, but you know, like, it's, it's, it is what it is, and it's funny is, ITB, like, instructors talk shit on drill instructors, and drill instructors talk shit on them, <laughs> it's just funny, because some guys do both, uh, I had a guy on our I&I staff, with, uh, 323 India Company, he came in, he had done, like, I think, he had done ITB or MCT, and, like, he had done like the drill field, like as a drill instructor and recruit training, and as a sergeant instructor at a uh, OCS. So like, I mean, yeah, like, and some people do both. So it's like some people do like both like recruiting and drill field. But from what I understand, most Marines like that give the recruit. They're a lot like they like when you're a sergeant or some corporal. Like they ask you to fill out like where you want to go. Like like some things like you want to go drill field or in. Or like drill instructor, you know, the drill field are like too, uh, or too like uh, recruiting. See, 
And now sergeant instructors, most of them are prior drill instructors, I believe. They're not. It's not like you get a pick, like, oh, I want to be a sergeant instructor at OCS, not recruit training. I think you have to, I think you pretty much have to be a drill, prior drill instructor to be a sergeant instructor. I will check, I will follow up on that and ask some people in the know about that in the Marine Corps, but I think that's how that works. Like, but yeah, like you see, like, so like, and like I had a couple of like sergeants when I was in as a young Marine that they wanted drill the drill field over recruiting. So like, hey, pick these two, and they ended up getting recruiting, and they didn't really like it. So I mean, you know, so those are I think always two in need, like in demand MOSs, like high stress, like jobs the Marine Corps needs. So like. Anyway, the Marine Corps birthday is also coming up soon, and the Marines of Tahlequah will be celebrating at Ned's in Tahlequah on November 4th, Saturday, which is cool. I went to school at Northeastern State University in Tahlequah, so I know, I know Ned's very well. So, I mean, that should be fun. And like I said, Halloween's coming up. Might do a spooky Halloween edition tomorrow, I don't know. And let's see, uh also like but anyhow. Anyhow, like, just some marine stories, I guess, right there. And I think I already mentioned this on another podcast. There was a guy who went in, like, he was out for almost 20 years, this professor at uh, the University of Central Florida. Like, yeah, like, he legit, he'd been out. Like, he'd been out like almost 20 years and he just literally went back in. Like, yeah, he just went back in. Like, like I said, he, he came back in as an, he's a Lance Corporal. I don't remember all the story but he had been out he went to a I think a work some kind of like teacher like some kind of work educator workshop at uh, Paris Island and he met the commanding general for the marine recruiting depot for the eastern region and the western regions the commanding general of MCRD San Diego western recruiting region so he met that guy and he's like hey I would like to get back in you know I think you know I got out for various whatever reasons, you know, college, sort of career, you know, I want to, I would like to serve again. And the commandant was, or the commanding general was like, hey, get him all the waivers he needs, and now he's in a reserve unit as a Lance Corporal. I mean, said he'd been out almost like, I think they said like 18 years he had been out. And that's just crazy. Was one, he's coming back in as a Lance Corporal, and I'm like, I'm wondering if there's any plans for him to, like, because they talk about wanting a mature fighting force. 
I mean, at his age, I mean, I don't know what rank he got out. My guess would be he maybe got out of corporal or lance corporal. Because usually what happens if you get out of a certain rank, depending on your staff NCO, like, they might lower you a rank when you come back in. Like, if you get out of corporal, they might lower you to lance corporal. And, like, if you get out, like, maybe a sergeant, they might lower you to... But then again, I don't know, they might lower you to corporal, but then again, I don't know, because I think as a sergeant, you're getting fit reps. Corporal, you're not getting fit reps. You're trying to pick up a cutting score to pick up sergeant. Just like when you're at Lance Corporal trying to pick up corporal, you're going after a cutting score. So you might be able to stand as a sergeant, because you're getting fit reps. If you got out like that guy did. And I think it also depends on how long you're out. Like I said, this guy was out almost like 18 years, so... He... Yeah, like, he was out almost 18 years, so, like, I mean. So, I mean, that's, like, so that's just, like, crazy. Oh, yeah, and then I guess in other news, there is NCIS is still investigating a Camp Lejeune homicide, a TikTok video, a TikTok video, TikTok. Alleging a body buried on base. Supposedly some Marines like got in a fight with a biker and killed him and then they went and buried him somewhere on Camp Lejeune. It's like on TikTok. It's just like I mean it's on TikTok and it's like I guess this guy's this former this uh this Marine that's no longer in service, you know, I don't know, he might still be in. Talking about how him and three other guys I guess went and dumped the body. So, like, there's that. Then. And then there's also a shooting on Lejeune. I believe a Marine from, like, 2-6 was killed by another Marine. I mean. Obviously, I know there was another shooting in the news. But uh, I'm not talking about that on this one. So, like. I mean, the Marine Corps, I guess, is uh, exalting outside firms, or they're exalting firms to fix the recruiting challenge, but the Marine Corps made their recruiting quota. It's the other branches that didn't. Um, so, yeah, there was, like I said, there was a guy. He I can't find it, but I saw the thing about him. He had gotten, this guy had gotten out and literally came back in. So, like, that's just crazy to me. Because you're at, well, one, he's been out a long time. But also with that, you gain maturity and maybe more of a level head. And they, like I said, they talk about wanting a more mature fighting force. Like, which to me would be like, you know, this guy already has a degree. I mean, I'd almost say give him a commission, but I believe, but I'm one of those people that believes you should still have to go through, like, at least not, if not OCS. But, like, the uh, basic school and whatever MOS you're going to do. I mean, maybe you let him skip OCS. I don't know. So, like, I mean... And then, uh, you know, with that being said... Oh, I thought, well, are they going to... Are they going to 
up the age waiver that you can like max the age that you can join the Marine Corps because the Marine Corps I think 28 is like where you can the the oldest you can come in at without having any prior military service without a without like you know waivers but I'm guessing if you're like 29 or 30 and you had you in peak physical condition and squared away everything looked good you know they would probably sign your waiver and let you come in like maybe you went to, maybe you went to school for like eight years, and you're, you know what? I, I don't want to be an officer, but I got my master's and bachelor's out of the way. I can use that my GI Bill for like trade schools or something else when I get out, or for my wife or kids or something. Because I think you can pass that down now. You know that you might get someone like that, or just someone that worked and was like, well, I made a lot of money, saved some money, and now I want to go join the Marine Corps. But that's the thing I wondered if they would. I wondered, and I didn't ever see if they did that. So like, so like, there's that. And like I said, they like want a more mature fighting force. There was some, there was some like talk about, like I think, one was like doing four years before you could go grunt or whatever. And I'm like, nah, another MOS. I'm like. And I thought that suggestion was dumb. Because if you join, you want to be infantry, you want to be infantry. You don't want to go do supply, or motor T, or, you know, admin, or whatever, you know. You're joining to be infantry. You know, you're not wanting to wait four years and then re-enlist to go do infantry. So, like, you know, yeah, you're, like... Like I said, yeah, you don't. So again, like I said, I mean, that was that was like a suggestion I think that was put out there. So like, I mean, that was something that was put out there. So I think, like, oh, I don't think that they will actually, I don't think that's going to happen. And then, like I said, or maybe it was like, it might not have been four years, it might have been two years. Do like two years, then you go to the infantry. Which, you know, maybe. But again, like I said, you want to be infantry and go in and be like a machine gunner or what at mortarman Merle 311 rifleman you don't want to go be a boat mechanic or something anyhow that is basically like kind of for the most part you know that's one thing really interesting I have I guess talk about well I mean there's other things but they're like the more serious stuff I'll talk about on another podcast. But just thinking about boot camp, I think I told the recruit Russell story about how we would, yeah. Well, that dude was funny. I remember like he he was on there saying, "There's no I in team." It was on the quarter deck, but there is a me. And then they had him saying, "I think was it on the quarter deck pointing at himself in a mirror saying, 
I'm not the problem, you're the problem, or something like that. It was just funny. There was some funny stuff that happened in boot camp. We had a we had a guy that we thought was a drug pop. He was like one of our squad leaders early on there that got like they said, Oh, he's getting kicked out. Turns out he was actually undercover, like not in CIS or so I don't think the Marine Corps has CID like the army, but he was like PMO but undercover because of a recruiting scandal out of a recruiting station there. And he was like a staff sergeant or a warrant officer in recruit training, getting like yelled at by other staff NCOs or like, you know, like by staff NCOs when and stuff like that when he was it was like drill searchers I don't think knew until after like till afterwards too, because they didn't want him to I think it was one it was like one of those undercover things where they didn't even know. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, our senior drill instructor, it might have been one of those things where it was like a need to know and some people knew. I don't know. That was just interesting. Like I said, we were, my platoon, we graduated on like a, we had, we had graduation Wednesday and visitors Tuesday because the Super Bowl was in San Diego that year between the, I think it was the Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that was that Super Bowl. That's funny, you know, so, I mean, trying to think like I think it was like that super that was like so like that was like our like like visitors Tuesday and graduation Wednesday which doesn't always happen and we were also like the holiday like kind of like you know cycle because like we were there for Halloween the Marine Corps birthday Thanksgiving Christmas New Year's yeah so like we were there for those like basically like holidays that people in the states Hanukkah and all that. We were there for that. Kwanzaa. And then it's all like Christmas time too. So like we were there for all that. So I mean. Anyhow like. This was mostly just I guess talking about boot camp and Marine Corps stuff. In my next episode I will have some. I'll have some more serious stuff. Episode 4. And then episode 5 will be story time where I tell some funny stories. Maybe boot camp. Maybe military stories. May not. May just be work or high school related. Or just like random like funny stuff that happened in life that I could talk about. So I hope everyone has a good day. And a good rest of their week. Uh, it's Monday. So yeah. Keep on keeping on. We'll help.